And so the fear is there. The fear is a part of you, but it no longer has the same hold. So this is integration of wholeness. This is embodied co-creation. This is how we learn to partner with that divine intelligence and our divinity in our human form to continue to unlock what is next for us and how we access our purpose and how we uncover true partnership and who's meant for us on a relationship level, whether it be through romantic partnership or business partnership or whatever it is. And again, through that prosperity frequency is the deeper that we go in, the more we ascend and the more we uncover all of these questions and it becomes more easeful and it becomes simpler and you learn to dance with the flow of life and the pulse of the universe and this planet. And you learn to welcome the sorrows and the hurt and the pain, even though it's not comfortable. So we're not bypassing, we're feeling so that we can uncover the gold that's underneath that. Welcome home to Soul Shine Radio. I'm your hostess, Lindsay Martin Ellis, embodied intuitive, spiritual guide, author, and speaker. This is your sacred virtual sanctuary where myself and heart-centered guest experts will be sharing through a multidimensional lens our innate wisdom, practices, transmissions, and activations to support you in navigating the integration of your spiritual journey and human experience. I am here to help you bring the pleasure, presence, and play back into your soul's evolution. To surrender into the great mystery so that you can embody your magic and become a magnet for miracles. And of course, to remind you of the gift in breaking wide open because it's the cracks that allows your light to shine through. It's time to unleash and radiate your unique soul shine because the world craves your radiant light now more than ever. You ready? Let's do this, love. Hello, beautiful souls. Lindsay here. I am riding the waves this week. I have been really in it. I've been having some activations <laughs> happening and it's kind of funny. I still notice myself resisting like, ah, oh my goodness. But it's funny. I just finished recording uh, something for a collaborative event that somebody invited me to be on and I am here repurposing it here for you. and. So I'm literally sharing this little intro back to back, which I don't think has ever happened yet, where I'm like coming right into it. And where do I want to go from here? So what I feel I want to call this is, what is your fear trying to teach you? (laughs) Something like that. Uh, What I titled the the collaborative event title was called Embodied Co-Creation, The Key to Unlocking Your Purpose, Partnership, and Prosperity. And so I talk a lot about that in the episode. But at the end, there was actually this practice that came through intuitively that I I wasn't planning on sharing. Usually when I do these types of events, I really don't have any idea what I'm going to say. I just go into prayer and meditation and just ask that whatever gets to come through is in the, you know, the highest good of all. And 
and how I could be of greatest service to really the whole and the collective and all all beings that are tuning in. And I feel like that just takes the pressure off and and allows this level of trust. And so I don't believe I've ever shared this practice. I've done it a few times while with clients, but I've never shared it publicly. And there's a practice at the end that helps you to, yeah, I don't want to give it all away, but to be in relationship with the fear and learn how the fear is communicating with you and to you and for you and how to leverage that and how to, you know, again, allow that to be the catalyst into what propels you forward. So noticing the thematics here. So yeah, I honestly, I have not been taking note of what has been going on in the cosmic weather. I will say that my moon cycle is about seven days late. (laughs) Um, I feel very weird in my body. Uh, I've never felt like this before, I don't believe. (laughs) I always say that, but then I'm like, do I? Do I just not remember? Um, it's a very interesting place to be. I feel like I'm in between. I'm in the in-between right now. Um, I did have a, an astrology reading with a Vedic astrologer around my birthday, so around August. And it felt so true for me that I, I'm coming out of two very difficult cycles and actually on January 15th, which is in two days from now, which is a day prior to the podcast launch, that I will be starting a new cycle, a very positive cycle. And I feel that. And I, I feel like right now there's parts, there's just stuff that's coming up. I've just had triggers come up around the full moon. There's a there was I know there was some things around the full moon, which my moon is in Cancer, so uh, lots of lots of emotions came up for me. And I know that there was some Chiron squaring happening. You know the wounded healer. So there was just a lot coming up, but I didn't let it take me out. But I just feel different, and I was having some activations happening in the middle of the night. Um. This time where my husband was, I was able to observe some activations that were happening with him in the middle of the night. Of course, he doesn't remember any of it and was like, oh, cool. You know, uh, he was like, oh, that's great. I don't I didn't feel anything. But, um, you know, there's a part of me that has fear sharing these things publicly because it is very private. Right. What happens in my sleep. But um, I had never I had a lot of guidance that was coming through. Uh, that I won't share what that was yet, but I felt energy that felt so it it felt so heavy, but not in a dense way. It was almost like I couldn't hold it. I couldn't, I couldn't hold it. It was like, oh my gosh, this is too much. <laughs> like it felt like a weighted blanket in the best way, but it, that it was way too heavy for me to feel, if that makes any sense. And then there was a point, I'm curious to know, while this was happening, I saw this flash of an eye with a triangle in it, and it was blue. And it's interesting, whenever I'm seeing light happening, like there's been a couple times where I've seen an angel 
at night. And it was the same like cyan kind of blue color. Um, There's been maybe one or two other times where I've been in deep meditation and I've seen the light and then I get scared. Like it's it's almost like a biological response. I it's I it's almost as if I don't even have the time to process that I'm scared or I don't know what it is. It's like, whoa. And and then it's gone. It's like it's like my mind wanting to know or me. Maybe there's parts of me that are resisting or maybe that it's just not time yet. Right. Like this is where the mind I have no idea. But I saw this eye with a triangle in it and. And then it went away and then I fell back asleep. And um, so and I remember when I was feeling the energy, my heart rate was so I could feel my heart beating and I could feel inside my body like I was questioning or or like I I didn't know how. I don't want to say I didn't know how, but I was very much consciously breathing and telling myself that I'm safe and in my power. I wasn't afraid of anything. Like I know, I know that I'm safe and I know that there's so much multidimensional support that's supporting all of us (laughs) and it uh, comes in different ways. And so I wasn't afraid in that way, but it's almost like I'm ref- afraid of the responsibility that's associated with whatever I'm going to see <laughs> or whatever I'm going to hear or whatever it is. But I notice that I feel more receptive to, to energy and to hearing, but to sight, there's a part of me that's very much afraid to see. So I would say over the last couple years that I've had maybe five experiences, maybe more where I have restricted myself from truly actually being in the moment and and allowing. And I'm also not beating myself up because sometimes it can feel like a lot. So I think I'm sharing this as a level because I was just moving through the practice of fear of me sharing my experience and my story and my journey and, you know, and not being afraid to be like, yeah, this is happening and I don't understand it and I may not and I'm not expecting you to believe me I'm not expecting you to understand. I'm not even expecting advice. (laughs) I'm just, you know, practicing sharing like this is who I am. And and it's real for me. (laughs) It's very real for me. And it's supporting me. You know, whatever this is, whatever is happening through divine orchestration in my life right now is helping me feel so connected And feel so much trust and so supported that I don't really, I mean, I do want to say I give a shit because I do. There is a part of me that's still like, whoa, some of the stuff I keep in the vault (laughs) because it's pretty out there. But there's also this level of like moving from belief to knowing that I just want that for other people. Like I want other people to have this type of access. So even though it's really messy and I like very much confuses me at times. But I think it's funny because I was catching up with my friend Monica the other day and somehow we were just uh, we were actually trading stories of like what's been going on activation wise for us. And we were on the phone for two hours and it felt like 20 minutes. We just had the best catch up. And I was telling her about the eye and I was like, I saw an eye. And she goes, was it in a triangle? And I said, uh, yeah. 
what does that mean? And she just said that she was going to look it up, but that uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza has talked about this a lot and that it just means you're kind of like in a deepening of your connection with your pineal gland and um, and that she was going to look up in one of the Joe Dispenza groups. There's been like threads about it. So I thought that was very fascinating. And, um, you know, I think it's just supportive when you feel crazy or when you feel alone, how, you know, it was just so like, what are the chances that Monica and I caught up the day after and it just so happened that that came up and she, she, it's like, she knew, I just felt like, oh, I'm, I'm in a safe container to share. And, and, um, and so some nights I have really crazy dreams. Some nights I don't remember anything and I sleep like a baby and, some nights, you know, I wake up and I'm like, whoa, what is happening? And I just feel like, wow, how many of us are just continuing to resist this support and and afraid and afraid of being judged and afraid of not belonging and afraid of what will people think? And And so, again, there's just this layer of like, when I share, I no longer, I'm like, I don't want to, I don't need approval. And, and I, and I, I know that this is my experience and it's going to be different for everyone. And all of us have this ability to connect the dots for each other, you know? And that is my wish for the world. Like if, if one person listening to this right now can be like, okay, I can talk to people about this. I can, I can, call in safe containers like you know I can use my voice because the power of the internet right can I just say I was going to do a live video about this but maybe I'm meant to talk now so I'm going to share this I was on TikTok I've been on TikTok for maybe about a year but had a very interesting relationship with TikTok and being on TikTok was actually um, something I resisted. It was something that uh, kept coming up in meditation when I would connect with my guides, <laughs> get on TikTok. And I was really annoyed about it, really frustrated about it. And I didn't want to get on TikTok. And I finally did. And I'm not really on there. Um, I, I repurpose content from pretty much my Instagram onto TikTok. And I notice and I, I, I realize why, because on YouTube, for example, they have YouTube calls them shorts. And I believe both Instagram, Facebook and TikTok call them reels. And that's what most people are watching right now. And I believe the reason why I was guided to get on TikTok is because the majority of what is being shared, right? Anybody, any Joe Schmo can now use the <laughs> leverage the Internet to share and use their voice and share whatever they got going on. And that's kind of what I kept receiving is like, but, you know, you get to be on these platforms to share the light, to share the truth, to share universal wisdom, to share your experience, to support people. And I really didn't want to. So let me just tell you that I am not I have not been consuming for a long time. I don't I'm on the Internet all the time, but for my own sharing purposes, not consumption purposes. Uh, I, I'm not following. So I've removed all people that I followed on Instagram. So I'm now following zero people because I didn't want a news feed. <laughs> um, I've been slowly kind of doing that on Facebook. And then on TikTok, it was perfect since it was new. I just never followed anyone. And on TikTok, let me tell you a little, a little something about TikTok. 
I got a lot of qualms with TikTok (laughs) because the second you open the app, a video starts playing and it's blasting as loud as possible. And I'm laughing to myself because if you, this is what I'm questioning is Big Brother is clearly paying attention to what I say, what I Google and what websites and places that I go on my phone. So you would think if it, if TikTok was recommending <laughs> people and videos for me that they would be related to like spirituality, alternative health, healing, uh, taboo topics, uh, you know, things like that. No. Every single time I get on TikTok, it's Walmart. I don't know what's going on with Walmart. But it's a TikTok about Walmart and it's people screaming at each other or like, you know, a cashier arguing with a <laughs> with somebody in line. And it is or someone was getting tased the other day and it like just starts playing. All I'm trying to do is upload one of my dang videos to support humanity. And it's like ah! all of this shadow, like all of this tension, all of this separation. <laughs> and I it drives me nuts because. I'm 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 starting at baseline and TikTok and like this is how people are getting reeled in right to the suffering to the separation to the addiction of right wanting to see things like that. There was another one where there was somebody video like it's always someone videotaping someone at a gas station or in a neighborhood and they're like cussing each other out and they both have their phones and they're like I don't know needing to be right and oh my gosh it hurts my heart. And so I get it now that uh, I got to sprinkle, I get to sprinkle a little bit, a little bit of light in the world of TikTok. And I would imagine, I'm, I would imagine it exists on all the platforms, but that has been probably the most polarizing experience for me. And I still don't want to be there. And even just like opening the app, I'm like so quick to just go to the place where I can upload because it gives me PTSD. So, you know, this is the world that we live in. This is what our children, this is what our partners, this is what people are aimlessly scrolling and getting dopamine hits on. Like this type of, excuse my French, shit. And and I know that it's all part of it and we need the shadow to experience the light and it's all neutral and this is me supporting the neutrality this is what I believe my guides were showing me like yep this exists and you get to help create neutrality in the space in the container in the ethers and uh, it's interesting though because oh my gosh I got a message from Christopher who's living in Japan I sent you a Facebook message back but this was the coolest thing. He sent me the most beautiful, heartfelt message about how my last podcast episode with Darcy supported him. And um, he heard about me on what what he what he called the positive podcast. But I looked up positive podcasts and I there were a few. And he said he found me through someone else. And I don't even know who that person is, you know. And I think it was probably at the end of 2020-ish, um, my guides were were telling me to get spread all over, like get on more platforms and spread all over. 
And of course, I resisted that for a long, like probably six months. And the podcast was kind of part of that. So that was where I really tuned into and I made a lot of changes on where do I not want to show up online? Where do I do? Where am I feeling called to? So I went really on all the platforms that I was on and I made adjustments and I I got on some new platforms and started my YouTube channel. And what's interesting is like I'll post something on Instagram. It'll get two people watching it. And then I post it on YouTube as a short and it's like 5,000 people watch it in an hour. <laughs> and then so it, it's it, it's all over. It, and then sometimes I'll post a reel like now one of my reels is going viral that actually was a reel that I pulled from it was a little 15 second snip that I pulled from my conversation with Darcy about, you know, when we stop compartmentalizing ourselves and we show up as our authentic selves and we show up as who we are all of the time, um, we feel lighter. And that one I'm getting so much feedback on. And that one was just kind of an impulse. Ooh, I feel like people could use this. And that one I'm noticing a lot more people. It seems like it's kind of floating around a lot within the last week. And People are kind of because what happens is is I'll I'll see people engaging or people will comment and then it'll say oh this reel got this many engagements and I think I don't I, I I feel like because I'm not consuming that I forget that the majority of the world who is numbing and unconscious and struggling they're aimlessly scrolling social media a lot of their day and um and so I really feel like I forget that reels is captivating people right now. And so it feels like that's kind of how I can be of service right now by through the podcast and through sharing little snippets here and there. And, you know, I have a lot of fear around it. (laughs) I mean, I've cleared a lot, but that's what this episode is about is there's a practice at the end about like, can you make your potentiality? Can you make your love? Can you make your joy? Can you make your celebration your joy just bigger than your fear so it's there but it just doesn't have the same power over you and you can integrate it into your being and I feel like that's what I'm doing every time I show up online and this is where I really want a presence that not everybody's journey is to be on all the social media platforms and have the podcast and write the book I really have a love-hate relationship with all of that because it's so much easier for me to not share all of myself to the world. But that is what my soul signed up for is to be out there and to speak and to be seen in this way, which is why I resisted it for so many months, right? So this is where it's like, don't start the podcast because five of your best friends are starting the podcast. Do the exploration to truly tune into what is my purpose here? What what am I here to do? Who am I here to be? How am I here to serve? How how am I here to evolve as a being on this planet that is of this planet? Like we're not just here on the planet, we are part of this planet and we serve a role here. And I think once I really started to get out of my own way in that way and acknowledge that and embrace that, like I am a tool for the divine. <laughs> My personality was created by spirit (laughs) to support me in my mission, right? That, and so there's this level of like, I get to get out of my own way and of course have my moments of like, whoa, this feels like a lot. 
and going in my cave. And this week's I felt very much in my cave, like what is happening? And it, I can feel the bigness of the shifts of this new of this new astrological cycle that I'm stepping into. I can feel the bigness of it. And um, and there's a lot of sensory things that are happening. Like, I don't know, I feel that my body's almost preparing for it. And so I get to through my own practice and through my own vulnerable shares of like, yeah, I resisted a lot this week. I did not want to. I was pretty exhausted. I f- I'm late on my my cycle. I felt myself just wanting to kind of get lost in work or just getting frustrated at how I was feeling because it just felt really different. And now I'm finally in a place of this was the priority for the day. This was something that you know, was something that I committed to so that I got to honor that so that even if I'm feeling that I'm at 20% today, I'm giving 100% of that 20% to, you know, my commitments and to what I said yes to and honoring that and honoring myself. And then, of course, the podcast every week is a priority. And so everything else, I finally, after resisting, I just said, okay, it's not a priority. Let it go. And every time I do that, it's so funny because I'm going to go take a bath after this. It's so funny how quickly I'm like ready to be seen again. You know, it's like I feel, you know, the mind wants to say, oh, my gosh, you're going to take this big pause and it's going to take forever and you don't want to do that and you don't want to rest. You got to keep going. And then when I give myself the deep relaxation and the presence and the stillness, I'm so ready to go. And it's usually not very long. And so I just want to keep reminding you all that I am in this too all of the time. And if any leader is trying to tell you that they're not, hmm, pay attention. Because again, we all, this is how we evolve is through energy and emotion as we're bound by energy. We're bound by our emotions in this body. They're used to support us and to catalyze us into the next step. And so again, it's what we do with the information. It's what we do with when we feel that emotion. It's what we do when we notice, ooh, this isn't feeling, this is feeling icky and sticky, right? Ooh, this is where I want to go. And it's okay if you go there. And then you're like, oh yeah, but this is actually what I know is of my highest good. This is actually what is supportive for me. This is actually what makes me feel most alive. And that's that's the dance. That's the pulse. It's easy when we're feeling good, right? And we're like, ooh, and we have all the energy in the world. It's easy to stay on course, on path. But it's in the gunk. That's when we're tested. And I want to remind you that we're here to experiment. And yes, the more you experience, the more you evolve. Did I say experience? Did I... (laughs) The more you experience, why can't I say it? The more you experiment, right, which is really being in relationship with the full experience of being alive, the more you evolve, the more clarity you get on everything that you want to know about your purpose, about who you are, who who you're meant to love, right? What resources you're meant to call in, all of it, all of it, all of it, all of it. So I love you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for all of the messages because there's moments where I want to stop and there's moments where I don't want to keep going. 
And then I come back and I really do love sharing with you. It's so healing for me. It's so healing for me. So even though, of course, I know that this is supportive for people, it's truly it the, at a foundational level, it's truly for me, right? Because as I heal that fear of being seen and self-expressing and sharing who I truly am as I heal that and transform that, you know, it's giving so many other people permission, but ultimately it's for me. So I would love to know what's opening up for you with this conversation and please remember to continue to send me the love. I love receiving your messages, sharing, liking, subscribing, sending to a loved one. Please let's continue to spread a little soul shine in the world and I will see you next week for another episode. Much love. Hello there, Lindsay Martin Ellis here. I am so excited to be with you today. I know that it has been a week for me. It's been a day. It's taken a lot of devotion and fortitude and presence for me to be able to show up here for you today. And that is one of my zones of genius. That is one of my favorite things to do is to normalize the humanness of our spiritual evolution, of leadership, of what it means to evolve and to expand and to continue to live a life of our highest potentiality. And so let's just take a moment and we'll go into this a bit later, but can you put your hands on your body for a moment coming back into time and space in this form of our body temple? We are bound by energy, which means we are bound by our emotions, which means we sometimes get rattled by our external world. And let's all just remember that we get to connect to ourselves and that our relationship with self is the source of everything. And that is the ticket to sovereignty. That is the ticket to embodied co-creation. That is the ticket to unlocking the keys that I'm going to share with you in terms of purpose, partnership, and prosperity, the three Ps that those are often what people come to me for, clients, or just what I'm hearing as I'm listening to other people and what they're seeking, right? They want to know why they're here. They want to know that they're lovable and loved and find partnership and relationship in all of the ways, right? And they want that prosperity, that wealth, that abundance to flourish. So putting our hands on our bodies, taking a deep breath in, filling up our entire being, taking up a little bit more oxygen to, again, just allow that life force to permeate our entire body temple. And exhale everything out with sound, all of the responsibilities, attachments, anything that's in your field in this moment that is not yours, that does not serve you. Maybe you want to just move the body a little bit and ah, surrender, soften, 
and allow your spine to be erect? Can you stand tall while also softening and surrendering into this moment? So now we're all here. So a lot of what I'm going to talk with you about today is about the pause, is about the stillness, is about the presence in order to unlock all of our desires. And so if you're listening to this, right, you're generally likely a seeker. You may be going through some sort of awakening. You may have had some sort of crisis, right? We all have crises that happen at a micro scale and at a macro scale in the collective, you know, because of our ability to connect all over the world, it's in front of us all the time, evolution, transformation, and it can be frightening to change because biologically our cells want to stay the same. But, but our mind wants to keep asking the questions, right? Wants to continue to keep expanding. So there's a paradox that really lives within us. And so my name is Lindsay Martin Ellis. I am a former environmental engineer. I love getting to the root and the foundation of things. And I love understanding and I love understanding how the biology is also paralleled with the quantum, right? All of it, all of the science and all of the spirituality is really bridging together to what I just now know in my way of being as universal law, consciousness. Just this level of understanding inside my being of like, ah, yes, this is what is. And not needing to fit it in a box and not needing to say that, not needing to put labels on it. And so I believe that through my decade-long career as an environmental engineer truly set me up for this thirst for knowledge and wisdom and understanding and always asking questions and then receiving new questions and questions being answered with additional questions and just knowing that I will never know all of the answers and neither will you. So essentially I traded in my accolades and all of my certifications and the very cerebral, (laughs) mechanical way of doing life and and moving through life, which was right, you know, I went to college at 17. I graduated cum laude from the University of Florida with an engineering degree with a uh, a minor and a major in in engineering and uh, civil and sales engineering, and then ultimately became an environmental engineer. And through that time, I just always felt like, This wasn't my path, but I just kept doing it because I was modeled. This is what you do. You, you know, you move through life and you go to college and then you get married and then you have kids. And most of the people around me didn't really love what they did for a living. And it was just like this suffering that I felt and witnessed all around me. And I always felt from a very young age that I didn't believe that we came here to suffer, but I also didn't really know (laughs) (laughs) I didn't have the tools yet. So 
Fast forward a couple years into my engineering career, I started having these massive health symptoms, hormone imbalance, just debilitating chronic symptoms and illness, was on all these medications, was in, from doctor to doctor. And finally, actually, it was when I met my now husband and I got engaged, there was this moment of what am I doing with my life? I was 30 years old and I felt so not in my body. I felt so disconnected. I did not, I had all of this success. So I was climbing my way up the corporate ladder in engineering and I didn't feel fulfilled. I was actually, I felt like I was dying. It's like the more success I had, the more money I made, the, the more my body was screaming at me. And the more that I felt inadequate, the more that I felt like something was missing. And I was like, I cannot do life like this. This is not why I came here. And it was in this moment, I'll never forget. And I have full body chills right now. Every time I tell this story that I just claimed it and declared it for myself, that I was ready to be sovereign over my body, over my choices. And it was a wild ride of truly becoming my own advocate. And there's so much more to the story. I'm all over social media. I've got my website, lindsaymartinellis.com. I've got my podcast, Soul Shine Radio, where you'll be able to hear more of my story. But I really just want to present that the way that whatever we want to call that universal intelligence, God, consciousness, source, spirit, universal love, it doesn't matter. Whatever you feel, if you're here, you feel that there's some higher <laughs> intelligence at play here, right? And so that is what that universal intelligence, which I, again, I don't really like to put labels on things because I feel sometimes it, it often limits us, but we'll just call the intelligence source. This all of these physical symptoms happening in my body was source reminding me that I get to course correct, that I was out of alignment, that I was actually going down the wrong, the wrong path that was not in service to my highest timeline. That was not in service to why I came here and who I came here to be. And so this is how we transmute pain to purpose. This is how we transform our wound our wounds into wisdom we hurt in this 3d plane we experience pain we experience shadow it is a necessary aspect of our evolution if we did not if for example if we didn't have the night we wouldn't be excited to see the the rise of the sun and the new day if we didn't have the moon right we wouldn't know what it's like to appreciate the sun and vice versa right? If we didn't have the grief, we wouldn't understand what it's like to experience love. And so that point in time where my body was truly screaming at me was an opportunity for me to feel all of it. And I was in it and I was questioning and I was wanting to quit and I was in victim, right? And I felt it all so that I could then move the energy and move through it so that I could then be the observer so that I could have a level of acceptance of where I was, which allowed me to break through and served as the catalyst of what is here for me? What is next for me? 
why is this happening for me and through me so that I could then be in the celebration and the joy and be in that aligned course corrected state. So oftentimes the way that the universe, God, again, doesn't matter, delivers these cosmic two by fours is through the body, through dis-ease in the body, right? The body communicating to us and also through relationship. And so this is so important because within six months of me claiming autonomy over my self, capital S, I healed all of my physical symptoms. I've been medication-free ever since. And what it did was first it started as more of this physical healing, and then it started to you know, segue into my emotional body. And then it started to segue on a spiritual level, left my job. I now teach embodiment for beings all over the world to truly help them heal their relationship with themselves through the body in this way of homecoming so that you have choice, so that you have true lib- that true liberated feeling, so that you feel confident and you have this unshakable trust in what is no matter what is happening in your external world. Because it's not that the pain goes away. It's not that the things around you all of a sudden come into homeostasis. It's that your relationship with what's happening externally shifts. It no longer has the same effect on you. And this comes through practice and it comes through getting it wrong and it comes through being messy, right? It comes through the experimentation. So we're meant to try things on. We're meant to fail forward. We're meant to fall flat on our face again so that we know, ooh, okay, here I am. Here I am. Here I am. Here's alignment. Here's attunement. Here's what it feels like to be in choice. Here's what it feels like to be in my body. And that's the ticket. And so in my life, I've had near-death experiences. I lost a childhood best friend. I've had massive um dark nights of the soul, leaving corporate, switching careers. I've switched my career path multiple times within my business. Just when I think that I've got it and I'm successful, right? Like something happens and the rug gets pulled out from underneath me. And I wouldn't have traded any aspect of my life. I would not take any of it back because I would not be who I am in this moment right now sharing my lens, my perspective to support you. And so everything must happen through the body. Knowledge is external. Wisdom is from within. It's a knowing. It's how we move from belief, which is, again, through the the masculine mental cerebral approach versus true knowing, feeling through the body. And that is through practice. It's through practice and learning how to feel again. So if you want to learn how to co-create with the universe, right? This is where we learn to not resist how the universe delivers messages to support us back on our path. And our purpose is a way of being, which then can dictate as a byproduct, our life's work, right? Our relationship with others is a byproduct of our relationship with ourself. 
our true self, our essence and our purest form. And our prosperity is our, you know, like what we manifest in the material world, what we bring into form is a byproduct of how prosperous we feel, how alive we feel in our bodies, how worthy we feel because we are already worthy. It's just a matter of knowing it and believing it, that we are human and flawed and are messy and sometimes get triggered. And we are also divine and holy and human and have so much potential. And all beings on this planet hold all of that. And so this is how we learn to have more compassion, to walk with an open heart, to take action, even when it feels scary. I'm afraid all of the time, but I do it anyway, because again, my relationship to the fear shifts. And so it's interesting. I wasn't going to take you through this practice, but what's coming through in this moment feels like I get to support you in moving through fear because fear is a very dense resonance, right? It's not bad, but it's there. So I want to support you in this. So for a moment, right, we've already dropped in. And this is also the power of trusting self and trusting what you know, whoever's tuning into this, whether it's in real time or on a recording or later on a podcast or whatever it is, trusting that I'm receiving because I'm connected with myself and I always set intention. So this is something that can support you is how can I be of greatest service to the collective? How can I be of greatest service to what I truly came here to do and who I truly came here to be. Because when you set that intention, it doesn't matter, right? You can have the trust and faith that what's happening is happening for you and is actually a blessing in disguise and a gift. So setting that intention, putting your hands on body again, helps support you in knowing that you're safe. Taking deep breaths in activates the vagus nerve, activates the parasympathetic nervous system, down regulates the nervous system, which talks to the glands, which talks to the hormones. Again, this is all about creating safety so that we can feel. And then I want you for a moment to feel where does fear live in your body? When I say the word fear, As you're taking these deep breaths in, do you feel like your shoulders tighten? Do you feel like somebody just punched you in the gut? Do you feel like you've left your body and you don't feel grounded and connected to the earth anymore? Just notice. And if you don't know, that's okay too. You can just say, I don't know. Show me. Simply asking the question at times can be the most supportive. So once you have it, then I want you to see if you can visualize the texture of it. Is it gritty? What's the color? Is it dark? Does it look like mud? Is it stringy? Does it feel like you're carrying a bunch of rocks on your back, like a backpack? And just being with that, feeling it. 
allowing the emotions to come up, being just being at peace with the frustration. And what does the frustration want to do? Do you want to clench your fists? Do you want to cry? Do you want to let out a big roar? I do that all the time. Do you just want to let it out? The energy just wants to move. So that you can then be in relationship with the fear, with the grittiness and the texture of physically what that density feels like in your body and how much capacity it's taking up. Beautiful. And then can you just say, I allow myself to be exactly as I am, to be in pure acceptance, not trying to fix it, not trying to figure it out, not wishing it were any different. And that was my timer as we're nearing an end here. And the beauty of distraction, did the distraction pull you out? Because this is the world that we're in. I love distractions because it reminds me that this is life. Timers go off, dogs bark, delivery drivers knock at the door. Can you come back into, I allow myself to be exactly as I am? And can you ask, what is this fear trying to tell me? And the first thing that pops into your field is truth because this is your body connected to presence. So write it down. You can journal on it later. And then you can start to build a vision and you can start to get excited about what this fear is trying to teach you, right? What's underneath that? That's unlocking this next piece of your purpose of partnership of prosperity, right? This internal work is how we unlock everything that we desire. It's not going to come from the mind. It's going to come from practicing going within, feeling, asking the questions, slowing down, being with yourself, even when it feels uncomfortable, even when... You know, we go into the patterns of wanting to numb and avoid and watch the Netflix and do all of the things. That's okay. We can fall off. But can you keep coming back to asking the question so that you can then be in celebration? So thanking yourself, having a smile on your face right now, being excited to be alive of the, again, this beautiful blessing in disguise that this fear is trying to teach you. And can you make all of this potentiality, all of the celebration, all that you're visioning right now, bigger than your fear, right? So what is the texture of that fear, right? And what is the texture of what it feels like to be in acceptance, to be an allowance, to be into possibility, to be in celebration? What is the color of that? Is it lighter? Is it colors of the rainbow? Is it sparkly? And can you just make that resonance bigger than your fear? And so the fear is there. The fear is a part of you, but it no longer has the same hold. 
So this is integration of wholeness. This is embodied co-creation. This is how we learn to partner with that divine intelligence and our divinity in our human form to continue to unlock what is next for us and how we access our purpose and how we uncover true partnership and who's meant for us on a relationship level, whether it be through romantic partnership or business partnership or whatever it is. And again, through that prosperity frequency is the deeper that we go in, the more we ascend and the more we uncover all of these questions and it becomes more easeful and it becomes simpler and you learn to dance with the flow of life and the pulse of the universe and this planet. And you learn to welcome the sorrows and the hurt and the pain, even though it's not comfortable. So we're not bypassing, we're feeling so that we can uncover the gold that's underneath that. So I hope this practice supports you. And there is a quiz that's being offered as a part of this beautiful event to unlock your divine purpose. So I'm certified in human design and I love the gene keys and I I love just learning about these beautiful blueprints and tools and modalities that bring us back into alignment, right? So we have all of these beautiful tools, energetic and spiritual tools and things that exist. Ancient wisdom meets modern technology and all of the things, right? We have all of that access And it's not the way it's meant to remind us, ah, yes, this is who I am. Ah, I remember. And then we get to practice. We get to do the inner exploration. We get to keep coming back into our bodies. So I hope that this teaching supported you, this practice supported you. You can find me on all social media platforms platforms at Lindsay Martin Ellis. That's Lindsay with an A, Martin with an E, lindsaymartinellis.com. Again, I've got podcasts, blogs. I share on social media just about every single day. I also have you know, an email list. I have all of these support tools that are available to you to keep coming back to self so that I can just, right? I am just one, one person through one experience perspective lens right? Through my avatar, through my filter to help you open the door that already exists within you. So none of us are doing anything for you. We are all supporting each other and walking each other home. And it is my honor. It is a gift. It was a lot of pain and heartache and frustration and for me to finally be in this place of truly loving myself unconditionally, loving who I am, loving what I do, loving being of service, loving being alive during this time. And I still have my moments, of course, my human moments, but I always know how to come back to center and it's through practice. And eventually your body will start to turn on a new autopilot that will then remember how to deprogram and reprogram. It's all through the body. So I love you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please reach out and let me know how this supported you. 
take the quiz. Looking forward to supporting you in the future. Much love. Thank you so much for your presence and contribution in tuning in today. If you found value from this episode, I invite you to take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram. You can tag me at Lindsay Martin Ellis. I always love hearing from you. So I invite you to send me a love note via direct message and share your experience and ahas. Also, I have a beautiful free offering for you if you have not already taken advantage of my free quiz to discover your unique soul's blueprint so that you can activate your feminine frequency and embody more of you. You can find the link below in the show notes. And lastly, I invite you to leave a rating and review if any of my content in these podcast episodes resonates. This is the best and most effective way to support this podcast in reaching more people awakening around the globe. You can simply leave a quick review to share what you love most about my teachings and how this has impacted your life. Thanks again so much for being here from the bottom of my heart. And we'll see you next week for another episode of Soulshine Radio. Sending so many love and blessings. <laughs>